This episode is supported by Right Side Shirts. Right Side helps kids fully realize their creative potential by promoting their art and helping fund local art programs in their schools. Their online store sells apparel designed by students who can actually submit their art and watch it get turned into shirts and phone cases and even watches. All profits then go to help fund art programs in local schools where it's needed most. Now, let's face it, most of the graphic tees that we all buy are random sketches and impulse buys. Thanks to Rightside, each sketch has a purpose, unleashing a child's creative ambitions. And each impulse buy has a cause, supporting art programs that foster the creativity needed for a child to go on and be successful, not only in a creative field, but in life. So, help empower kids, promote creativity, and fund art programs in need? Check out rightsideshirts.org. Zach Wolf has a very obvious obsession with corgis. You know, the dogs, the brown and white ones with their big pointy ears like little satellites to the world. And of course, their short, stumpy legs that seem borrowed from another smaller dog. I mean, from Zach's point of view, I get it. These things are adorable. And they have big personalities to boot, despite being short on most other things. You know, like like legs. Now, I know all this about Zach because he's a professional photographer. So he posts more than a few pictures of corgis onto the inner tubes. And these frequent corgi pictures are just one way that Zach's unique craft shines through. His photography is all about, in one word, personality. Zach does wedding photography mostly, but the imagery you now have in your head just by hearing me say wedding photography, yeah, that's not it. Zach's photos are different. They're fun. They're quirky. They're original. And again, they're full of personality. And I don't mean the scripted, everybody look happy because it's a wedding type of personality. I mean curling your handlebar mustache and mean mugging the camera personality or kiss each other next to this ice cream truck in an abandoned parking lot personality from brides proudly sporting sleeve tattoos to a groom displaying a mickey mouse watch from a lego figurine holding the rings to a couple in a cornfield zach's created a nice business for himself by letting his couple's true selves shine through and capturing that in an authentic way through his photos So, of course, he'd be the guy to launch today's side hustle. And today's side hustle is the Danger Booth. So the Danger Booth is an open-air photo booth that's owned by Zach and his fiancée, Becca. And it causes people to, well, show off their personalities. So can, for someone who hasn't encountered this thing in the wild, can you just describe what it is, what it looks like, what it does? So yeah, so pretty much instead of getting inside of a big box, you stand in front of a touch screen and hopefully, you know, there's a creative background and something interesting and you can, you know, there's an attendant there that presses the screen and it takes three photos and there's a printout that comes out and you can share it immediately to social media and it's all sorts of interesting. And rather than just, you know, use mustaches that have been in every event, people do things that are a lot more interesting. Everything from having full size cutouts of their pets to full size, uh, 3d printed mannequins of themselves. What's the craziest thing you guys have ever seen somebody do in front of the photo booth in front of the photo booth? Yep. Like documented on well, camera. 
Probably nudity. But really? <laughs> yeah, we've taken that down. Yeah, we don't post the nudity. <laughs> well, what was what was this event? Uh, usually weddings. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Tequila was probably the companion of this. It's usually dudes' butts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Can we dive into the name? Because I think like it's so obvious to everybody in the room that when you say, check out the danger booth, you might not have a clue what the hell someone's talking about, <laughs> but you're going to go check out the danger booth. Danger! Zach, did you come up with a name? Like, give me the origin story of how that happened. So, yeah. So, the name and original branding are from are from the beginning. We haven't changed branding. We haven't changed the name. That's the one thing I really did right, luckily. Um, and, and then everything else Becca did right. <laughs> yes. Everything else, you know, Becca really helped with. Um, but, yeah. So, I probably, when I realized I was going to do this, I sat and I just listed out names and whenever i thought something was good i googled it and it was taken <laughs> um and you know because there you know there are other photo booth companies out there and you know even five years ago there were a lot and now there's even more so i couldn't even imagine trying to name a photo booth company today um and so the thing about naming the danger booth was like you know i grew up like in comics i grew up you know just loving action movies and stuff like that. So I thought the name came to me and I tried to buy dangerbooth.com and it was taken, but there was nothing there. So that's why it's the danger booth, <laughs> but it ends up that the danger booth is way better. So, and you know, we, I worked with someone on the branding and I really wanted this like 19, you know, or like golden age flash Gordon style comic booky feel and they nailed it. Like they really knocked it out of the park for us and really made an, an awesome brand and logo and look and feel for us. Despite the stellar branding, however, the very first danger booth wasn't exactly beautiful. Once Zach decided to do the project, he built the very first version together with a friend from scratch by hand. It looked a little bit janky, but it did its job. What was the first booth made of? Wood. Wow. Uh, a, a medical swivel to attach the monitor and just like an old Canon SLR. Like one of those, swivel, like the IV swivel, like one of those? No, it was meant to attach a, like a TV monitor, but there was no live view. There was no touch screen. You had to have a physical remote. Um, it was, when I say it was janky, I mean, it was janky. Like we would be at a wedding and I would leave the booth and the monitor and the uh, remotes and halfway through the wedding someone come to me and be like hey how do i use the booth and be like oh just use the remotes and be like they're not there and they'd be like oh then i have to go around the wedding looking for whoever stole the remotes so that was fun (laughs) do Um, do you remember the first event you have this janky thing built yeah was it you agree somebody agreed to do this with you first or you just built it on a whim and said i'm gonna shop this around yeah, the very first time um, someone asked about if I had a photo booth, I just put a camera on a tripod and set up a flash and was just like, this is my photo booth. And people loved it. Like, the thing is, people love it no matter what. And then I was like, I think I'm going to build something. I built something. I offered it to for free to a couple, and they loved it. They freaked out. They had a blast. And, you know, even if it wasn't the nicest looking thing, people, the photos from it were amazing and they looked great and they were professional quality and that's what mattered to people um now that we're doing you know higher end corporate events having something that looks really nice is super important just to take a step back here think about your own schedule 
Let's say you can divide up all the activities in your day into three categories. Things you have to do, things you do for work, and things you do for fun. The things that you have to do largely become part of some kind of routine or else you procrastinate and bad stuff happens. This is the stuff like eating meals, cleaning dishes, cleaning your home, taking out the garbage, going to the dentist, and so on. Then there's the things that you do for work. Now, most of us do this stuff between the morning and the early evening, although I'm sure it bleeds in both directions. But between all of that and the stuff that we have to do, we have precious little time in our days for the things that we do for fun. I mean, where does that fit? Typically, nights and weekends, right? So just think, when do weddings happen? Ever been to a wedding at 10 a.m. in the big conference room down the hall? No. Weddings happen at night. Weddings happen on the weekend. And while everyone else is having fun, Zach is working. So what could possibly possess Zach Wolf to then, on top of it all, start a side project on his precious few moments free? Yeah, I mean, originally I just started it because I wanted to have a fun photo booth. Like there was no strategy. I was just like, you know, a year into being a wedding photographer and dicking around. Like I, the ROI was not a word in my vocabulary. I had like a marketing degree from Emerson and I had just come out of like a full-time job in construction. (laughs) Like I was not, you know, making a business plan and doing anything like that. But I, you know, to see where it's grown and see where we are and the fact that we have employees and we have people who are running the booth for us and, you know, we help them like with, you know, live their lives. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's grown to really, really awesome place. And the awesome place that it's grown to today includes two much more premium looking danger booths and 150 events worked last year in 2015. This year they're aiming for around 200 or so. But this project didn't always seem like it'd get that far to the point where it's actually a side business kicking off real cash to support both Zach and Becca. Has there ever been a moment where, you know, you you thought like, "Eh, is this actually worth doing this anymore? Yes. I think (laughs) I'm, I'm the freaker outer. It's, it's my, you know, neuroticism. When we were first figuring out the attendant thing and learning the, the kinks of the, of having employees and, you know, I'm the technical one and I know how to, you know, I, to me, everything just kind of technical wise comes naturally and I know how to do things. And if I don't like it, it, I can figure it out pretty quickly. Um, but you know, we were, we had an event going on while we were away with my family in Martha's Vineyard and, you know, it was an attendance first time doing an event and things were going wrong and, you know, our family's just watching us try to troubleshoot and the attendant just isn't getting it and not getting it and not getting it. And I'm just like pacing back and forth and, and like, you know, throwing like an adult temper tantrum. And I was just like, I'm just done. Like I'm, I literally probably said, let's just throw away the photo booth. And, um, I, I was ready to be done, but you know what? Like we, we calmed ourselves down. We figured out how to do it. It went great. We worked with that company multiple times again, and they love us. They're the sweetest, and it worked out. What kept you going, though? <laughs> I mean, like, you experienced this extreme frustration, and obviously there's going to be little moments of that in the future, and you're maybe even since that moment. So, like, what keeps you going with this? 
Becca. <laughs> um, Becca's very good at creating systems. She's the organized one. I like she said, like we said, I'm the technical one. Like I know how to do everything, but then I teach her how to do it. And then she creates ways to help people understand how to do that. Was there a moment where you looked at the danger booth, Becca, and you realized the skills that I have, like he really needs them right now. You know, it's like, let's, we need to make this a little bit more official, a little more process driven. And I have those skills and the ability to like come and do that and compliment the way the way Zach operates. So was there, was there like a crystallizing moment where you're like, yep, got to do it. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to, um, that opportunity to buy the sleek booth that we have and him thinking, let me take it to the next level. And me kind of thinking, yeah, I don't really know if you're going to get to that next level if you don't do X, Y, and Z and coming in and really saying, okay, this is no longer just a fun side project where you don't really care if it lives or dies, but let's care that it lives and let's figure out how we make it live. By day, Becca works in sales at a software company. She has monthly revenue goals, and she understands terms like MQL or KPI or ROI. By the way, that's marketing qualified lead, key performance indicator, and return on investment for those of you who speak like, you know, a human. Thank you, Mystical. I I needed that. I will. I will. That marketing jargon is everywhere, right? Anyways, as Becca understands the business side pretty fluently, when she came on board, things radically changed for the better for the Danger Booth. Last year alone, for example, they won two awards for Best Photo Booth in Boston. That was amazing. It was so validating. We were so happy to receive both of those awards. Yeah, I think it was very cool because neither of them had photo booth categories before. So now they created them for us. So you literally, you not only won the first versions, but mm-hmm. it's basically like, we need to give them something. So yeah, let's create yeah. the category for the danger booth. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was awesome. And we, we, you know, we have great relationships with both magazines now and it's, it's, it's really, really great. Zach is quick to admit that it was mostly Becca that led to the booth's growing success from a business standpoint really the impetus for getting in this together was to take the actual physical booth to the next level. So uh, we're not manufacturers of photo booths. So we had to find one that was really amazing, that fit the brand, um, that was going to do awesome new things like do prints and social sharing. And it was an investment. And when he was looking to make that investment, I thought, hey, like maybe we'll split it. So Becca made a simple business plan in Google Docs. It was just a one page document. And she decided to own the sales and marketing while Zach focused on the product, the photography. And this kind of collaboration not only benefited the danger booth, but their relationship. Personally, I think that we're better at communicating with each other, me and Zach. Like, I've seen him throw adult temper temper tantrums. (laughs) Zach's lighting up right now. Seen him throw adult temper tantrums and get frustrated, but also get really excited and be happy and be um, creative and open and have ideas and, you know, being able to bounce ideas off each other and have a shared interest and investment in something has been really special for our relationship. Um, From a work perspective, career perspective, I mean, I have experience hiring people. I have experience now doing bookkeeping. I have experience now creating process and marketing. And none of those things are the roles that I'm actually in. So it's made me a more dynamic um, individual in the marketplace, I think. Yeah, I'd say 100% the 
the best part about it is working together. Um, you know, because it's a side project, we're not together a hundred percent of the time. So, you know, we get to, you know, be together and collaborate. A lot of it is, you know, via communication tools like Slack and stuff like that. Um, but we, we get to work together and we get to brainstorm and I get to see what she, rather than her coming home from work and trying to explain to me like what she does, which is, you know, probably over my head half the time, I see it implemented into our business and that's really cool. And she has taught me a ton about like sales process. And, you know, if, if that was being used for other things, I'd be like, I don't really understand or care, but because it's used for us, it's really awesome. And I get to use it and it's been successful for us. Um, as far as me as a business person, um, it's cool. It's very cool to be like, yeah, I own two different businesses, you know, at 27, I can say I own two successful businesses, which I don't think a lot of people can. And, you know, I don't think I can, because of it, I don't know if I can go back to working at a desk, you know, but who knows? I always get really excited when I get to teach Zach something. Um, there, you know, for example, we had an event where they wanted two and we didn't actually have two that night. So I had him go through this like sales tactic where you kind of dig into the issue and figure out if you actually need two photo booths and then they didn't. And so it worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's part of what makes a side project so damn valuable to our work as creators. There's such a personal involvement when you do something on the side in a way that sometimes our day jobs don't really allow for. Even if we love our jobs and feel creative doing them, oftentimes the work that we're doing isn't fully ours. We're actually doing it for a client or for our company or for some kind of end result. And while side projects can certainly help us improve our abilities to deliver for those groups and those reasons, they also feel like things that we simply do for ourselves. We just get to tinker and create because it's fun for no other reason. And we approach them as a result with this deep sense of care for those projects. So in that way, a side project can become sort of uniquely yours my style of photography and my type of couples didn't mesh with let's go to every table and take a photo of everyone standing around their empty glasses. What is the importance when you think about your craft of photography? You know, how does the danger booth reflect the way you like to shoot? You know, how is it coherent to Zach Wolf, the photographer, not just danger booth, the brand? Yeah, I would say that they match up because of the way that we allow for customization, the way that people come in and do these creative backdrops. People have not the same old props every time. People do, you know, this is as far as weddings and corporate events. And not just that, but people kind of make memories in the booth, which is really cool. You know, the fact that you get to see yourself and you get to see the photos right away adds to it so much. Because that first photo, because you see yourself posing it, and so they get to arrange themselves in the frame. And then when they see it go off and they see that final photo, they're like, oh, well, now let's do something different. And they're mixing it up and they're rushing between frames. And it kind of gets them hyped up and it's like a Tasmanian devil. I have, I have a friend who the last photo of him is in the danger booth. Like, that's the last photo we have of him. And that's crazy. 
I think that that's just so important to have photos of these people. And even if it's, you know, like just you get everyone to go through the booth at least once you make sure these people are documented that they were there. They were at this event. They were on this earth. Like it's great to have these photos and they're unique enough where, you know, that friend, it probably comes through that this person's personality is present. It's not a staged photo. It's authentic to them. Exactly. And they're, you know, it's clear that because they were in the booth, because it's a photo booth experience, it's different than just like a photographer walking around and be like, Hey, do you guys want a photo? Hey, do you guys want a photo? And those are fine and appropriate for certain events, but you know, this kind of lets people let loose and lets you see their personality and lets you see what they're like. Why is that so important to you? Because you want to, you want to know what people are like. You want to remember what people were like and photos are a way to remember, you know, to me, that's so important. You know, I just, I think I just saw, you know, the emotion Zach about why this is so important, right? It's like, it's more than just a line item. It's more than just a campaign. It's like something you guys feel incredibly passionate about and it's producing not only financial returns, but just the emotional gains and the skill sets and things like there's a lot of benefits to doing this. And I can see that clearly when you guys talk about it Mm -hmm. from a higher level standpoint, like you work all day, you come home, you could just hang out and watch Netflix or you could tinker on the business plan, the sales, the marketing, you know, you're basically doubling up your work if you wanted to. So why do a side project like this? I've never not. I've always had something on the side. I, I don't know what I would do with my time if I didn't have something else to do. And it's the type of thing where I come home and it doesn't feel like going back to work again. It's just really fun for me. Like, for example, I taught myself how to use QuickBooks and that sounds really boring and stupid, but I got a D in financial accounting in college and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm doing the books right now. So it's really rewarding for me. But yeah, just like Becca said, you know, even I started photographing punk rock shows in, in high school. So I was, you know, and then in college I was doing that and then started my business in college. So I was always, you know, even in school, I left school and did work. And then, you know, when I was, when I had a brief day job out of college, I had the wedding photography business. And then when I had the wedding photography business, I had the photo business. And this has just always been my life. And luckily since, you know, I'm my own boss, I can multitask and jump back and forth between between roles. So what just struck me about both of those answers was like this inevitability of it's just always how I've been and like, what else would I do? And and that's just how things are. Um, when you reflect back on these things someday, you know, or some, or maybe someone comes along and says, you guys do all these side projects. Should I consider one? What would you tell them? Like why, why should someone else do these kinds of side projects and evening projects? As long as it's something you love, you should do it. Just as Zach's photos are an extension of his couples, our side projects are extensions of ourselves. They're moments in time, captured and preserved. I think all good creators who really care about what they do leave a trail, a sort of path of projects which double as a map that leads you to the person you are today. So for me as a writer, if I go back, for instance, and trace all the blogs I launched or the articles I wrote, I see former versions of myself pretty clearly. It comes through in the writing quality, in the jokes that I used, the emotions, the tone of voice, the analogies, everything. So what does your trail look like? Where does your map lead? And more importantly, how are you plotting today's point on that map for future you to see?
Look, that might all sound kind of cheesy, but I do know one thing. We all want to create meaningful things in our work, mostly because we want to have meaningful lives. And if you're not launching a side project here and there, even just for a short period of time, you could be missing out on some of the most meaningful moments in your entire life. And that's a dangerous idea. (laughs) And that's also unthinkable. Unthinkable is written and hosted by me, Jay Akunzo. This episode was produced by Chris Higgins and edited by Josh Cole. Our theme music is by Lord Tyler of Litwin. Thank you to Right Side Shirts for supporting the show this week. Their mission is a great one, helping children unleash their full creative potential, which you can help do by visiting their site and checking out their apparel designed by kids at rightsideshirts.org. Also, I'd love if you visited our site, where you can subscribe and get access to all the episodes as soon as they launch, as well as some content I only share in the newsletter. Stuff gets weird on that email, guys. Even weirder than it gets in the danger booth. Sorry, I just really need to hear one more of those. Anyways, go to unthinkable.fm to subscribe. Once again, I'm Jay Akunzo. Thanks for listening. Bye.